Hello. Thank you for listening to and watching You Had Options. Uh, this episode I have Matt Vincent on of Hate Brand Goods. Uh, real fun, uh, <laughs> insightful guy to talk to. I really enjoy talking to him. Uh, check out Hate Brand Goods. It's at H-V-I-I-I Brand Goods on Instagram. Check out his podcast. It's great too. A lot of, a lot of deep deep talk it's not just you know it's not just weightlifting and exercise it goes so much farther uh at um so underscore podcast um check out his coffee company at habit coffee co um yeah just a really fun guy to talk to really enjoyed it um check out you had options on instagram at you had options you can check me out if you want to check me out uh at Mikey X Money. Yeah. Thank you guys for watching and listening, and I hope you enjoy. begun thank you again um indeed so uh what are you uh, what are you drinking i got some proper 12 right now oh how is it it's good i, I haven't had it before is it a solid irish whiskey or yeah yeah it's good it's pretty uh it's smooth i'm not uh is I'm... it is it as nice as jameson Oof. I don't know, man. I, the verdict is out for me. I don't know. All right, then. Well, then that puts it in the right category of Irish whiskey that I'm looking for. Yeah. it's uh, if I it's, like drinking Jameson, so. If it's not as good as Jameson, it is half a step below, like a, a hair. Okay, so it's right there. Mm-hmm. All right, then. So they're not trying to be some high-end... I don't think so. Some clearly not. Right. I mean, I wouldn't consider Jameson to be the highest end of uh, Irish whiskeys if I was a betting man. Well, are you are you a big whiskey guy? I drank bourbon for a long time. Uh, I like bourbon. I'm not much of a whiskey guy. I tried to get into scotch and shit like that when I was in Scotland, and it just never didn't hit. I don't care for it. I don't like the peatiness. Mm. Is a uh... so your uh, your your hate brand empire entrepreneurship uh <laughs> can I, uh, uh, yeah sure they uh have you thought about going into to alcohol no no i don't really drink okay um there'd be some other stuff i'd be interested in. like I, i'd like to get invested in the uh, cannabis industry or Ooh. i've kind of got my fingers in a little bit of cbd stuff with some other with some guys uh which i'm stoked on um could be some cool stuff coming that way we may do some um like white label stuff with the flower that they grow with a habit that yeah. would be kind of fun it's a better fit yeah is um so you're in in st louis right yep yeah 
I don't know. Where is the legal? Is it legal there? What is the? Less than. Okay. <laughs> I feel that, man. I'm in uh, I'm in Mobile, Alabama. Oh, so. shit, man. So, another Southern boy. Mm-hmm. How is, uh, how frozen is the South currently? Mobile is not frozen. It's like 38 or something right now. But It's uh, like 20 here. Man. We got a bunch of snow earlier this week, but like there's still snow and shit out, but it's, you know, yeah. Yeah. My, uh, I have hoodies and I have a four wheel drive vehicle. <laughs> You're good. I think I'll manage just fine. Yeah. Yeah. I have some, uh, <coughs> some Texas buddies and they're, they're having a rough go of it. Yo, having no power sucks. Yeah. I don't know what's like the longest you've had a power outage. Oh, you're in the South. You have hurricanes and shit. You understand what's going well, on. I think the longest for, for me has been, that was probably Katrina and that was like a week maybe. Yeah. We, I did two separate like week long things. I remember the worst was we had an ice storm growing up in Louisiana, like uh, across the Gulf Coast. I, mean, I must have been in middle school. Mm. And uh, that sucked. I think that was like eight days. Damn. And it was cold. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I haven't experienced power outage with, with, with cold. So I imagine that's got to be I, worse, To me, right? it's got to be better. Better? Fuck yeah. It's, I can always add clothes. That's true. You're right. Whereas, man, in the summer, if it's hot, it's awful. Like hurricanes in the summer and being trapped, it's the worst. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. I am ready. All good. Good to go? Yep. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So St. Louis, that's the South still, right? It's different than Louisiana. Obviously, that's a whole different monster. But it, do, do, you, uh, do you feel in the, like you're in the South? I think St. Louis is definitely enough of the South. It's it's a really happy medium between yeah. Memphis and Chicago. Okay. So you you can't have some Memphis and then pretend like you're not in the South. <laughs> yeah. Um, Memphis is southern shit, son. It it doesn't get more southern, yeah. Uh, uh I mean, it well, may, it does, but, but it, it's a different brand of southern, like New true. Orleans or Mobile for another. Have you? Yeah, Mobile has a uh, a killer oyster bar. Winsels. Uh, Winsels. Yeah. Yep. Very much like that place. My brother and I would stop there on a regular basis when we were out that way for work. Mm, Yeah. Damn. The, um, so have you spent uh, a, a, some time in, in Mobile? A little bit. Not yeah. enough to really say I've spent any time in Mobile, but I've, I know where it is. I've been there. I've known some places I like to eat. Yeah. Jimmy Buffett, uh, the, the leprechaun. Is Jimmy Buffett from Mobile? Yeah. Wow, Jimmy Buffett's killing it. Yeah, man. He's he still knocking down like 20 million a year or some yeah, shit. He figured it he out. He hasn't written a new song. He's awesome. Oh, man. Just, just got some songs about some sandals and, you know, beach. And now he's killing it. Um, yeah. So I think the first time I, I'd, I'd been following you for, for a little while on Instagram 
And I think the first like long form thing I heard you do was the the uh, the kick and ass podcast with the oh with Andy and Jesse yeah yeah those guys rule man yeah yeah that was that was really cool um, yeah I'm looking forward to getting Andy out here once uh, once I get dope a little bit more under under wraps say Aprilish I bet yeah yeah and the uh, your podcast uh, um so which is a great name. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. It's a, uh, I wonder like if I should have named everything along the same lines, right? Like, should it have been something with hate brand or <sighs> I haven't done well with synergistic things across my platforms as far as naming goes, but eh, whatever. Oh, the, uh, I like the names like the, the habit coffee. I enjoy. Yeah. The, uh... Yeah. 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 Habit, habit coffee. I really like the branding on that one. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Did you, uh, did you grow up Catholic? So I grew up going to Catholic school. I grew up going from Catholic school, uh, preschool through sixth grade. Yeah. And, um, my mom taught at the Catholic school, but we were Methodist. Okay. So I grew up in the Methodist church and I did like whatever the whole, I don't know, whatever their version of becoming, whatever in the church is right i don't remember uh was not my favorite process <laughs> i gotcha i have uh i have since been no longer involved with uh church <laughs> i wouldn't say the church yeah. but any we can yeah this is a an exclusive for for my podcast i'll say you've um, yes yes i've decided to wave bye-bye to the king james bible <laughs> yeah the, honestly uh, there's valuable parts in it i just don't believe it's a textbook right yeah the um yeah i grew up uh similar i went to catholic school grew up but i grew up catholic and so just kind of went away from that <laughs> as i got older and started reading yeah. more stuff you know it kind of seems to go that way right yeah uh you know, recently I uh, had a discussion with some friends and we were talking about, uh, I guess, ended up on the Jesus myth, right? And of all of all the, I don't know, deity-esque characters that there are prophets that we have in various religions or anything like that, right? You know, Buddha or Muhammad or anyone else, everyone else is man and everyone else is a lot of, a lot of goods and bads. Right, for sure. There's, there's some flaws. Um Jesus doesn't seem to do anything weird. He's pretty much just a good dude. Yeah. And uh, I think that that makes that that character interesting. Okay. Just because there isn't the other side of the coin. However, if the other side of that coin, since they are all are wrapped in one thing, Old Testament God's a motherfucker. Yeah, he 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 was rough. He he kills a lot more people than Lucifer does in the first half of that book. Yeah, <laughs> on a pretty regular basis. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, and, and so yeah, in the name of that uh, devil showed up and educated women. <laughs> Tough being him, bad guys from what I see. Oh shit! Yeah, um, man. Yeah, I think there's a lot more psychedelic. Uh, references in the in the in the bible than we probably give it much credit for you think so 
Yeah. 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 I mean, the fruit of knowledge. Yeah. I would say that is most likely some type of a psychedelic plant. Being, uh, Jesus in the, uh, in the garden for 40 days seeing now yeah. some of that. Some of I that. think, um, Moses in the burning bush. Yeah. Um, that, you know, a tree that grows in that area of the world is the acacia plant and it does produce a bunch of a DMT. And if you were to say, if there was a field of it that caught on fire, <laughs> you know, from a storm or lightning or right. wildfire or any number of things, if you were trapped in smoke of that, possibly be pretty, possibly would be talking to God. Pretty ripped. Yeah. Yeah. DMT is a real interesting thing. Yeah. I've, uh, I've not had the, opportunity to do psychedelics but i hmm. am interested they're a very interesting thing yeah. i would say uh keep educating yourself on it and i'm willing to bet if your interest is there it'll find you yeah mm. that would be my suggestion is that it will it seems to show up yeah yeah i think so um yeah. But also Bonnie and I went down, I mean, we went down to, um, Costa Rica last year, mm. uh, for new year's and, uh, did four nights of ayahuasca. That was, was about... you know I mean? That's a place you can go. So, I mean, yeah, any, anyone can just sign up and take a swim. Can can I ask you about your ayahuasca experience? Yeah, man. What, uh, would you like to know? Uh, did you, were you like puking and, and crying? Um, I didn't really cry much. Uh, I, I puked and purged a little bit, um, but not every night. Yeah. Uh, some people do. Uh, I ended up only purging on night three, and then I had a pretty decent uh, experience after that. Um, I didn't get a lot of visuals from ayahuasca, which I really expected more of. Yeah. Um, but, all right. So you get visuals, but they're more they're more internal. Yeah. It's like your imagination's better, right? Yeah. Where it, mushrooms or DMT, earth changes. Right. Like your eyes are open and shit's doing stuff. Yeah. And like you just have to look at it and go, huh, fascinating. <laughs> uh, but with Aya, yeah, it was it was some deeper stuff that came up. I uh, sorted through some issues um, with the ending of my previous marriage that I really hadn't, I guess, addressed very well. Mm. And, uh, was glad to sort through that. I had a, a pretty good conversation with my knee and hip about how I'd been treating them yeah, and that I needed to change that mm. and be a lot nicer. Wow. Um, and I listened, man. Uh, and then the other one was, um, you know, the end of my throwing career and competitive years. And then, you know, the change in the relationship that I had with those guys and that kind of that, that tribe that I had for such a long time, including my brother and right. some other stuff. And it's different. I'm not competing anymore. Some of those guys aren't competing anymore. So we don't see each other. You don't stay in touch as much. Everyone's busy. Right. You know, it's not a fault of anyone. It just is. Yeah. And, you know, instead of having a bitterness about, fuck, I missed this thing. Uh, the perspective on it immediately shifted to this just ultimate gratitude of, I can't believe I got to do that for 10 years with all these rad people. Yeah. Like it wasn't supposed to be permanent. Wow. 
And so being bummed that it's over is silly. Like it was going to come to an end anyway. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, the, and I'm, I just turned 32 uh, and uh, I'm coming to terms with a lot of stuff um, and figuring out that surrender is like (laughs) a big, uh, a big thing that is a big growth, you know, process. Yeah, man, the uh, submitting that uh, that's a big one, too, that comes with the psychedelic stuff. Like, you know, whenever you make that decision to go that route, yeah, it's there's there's a big sense of surrender. There is some handing the fucking keys over to wherever that medicine wants to go. Yeah. And be willing to do that work. You don't get to you don't get to say stop. You don't get to say, I don't want to deal with that. Right. You know, whatever it decides to bring up is what what cards are dealt. Man, wow! That's a, but uh, yeah, it arrives with tools to work on it. Mm. It's going to be really uncomfortable. Yeah, but the backside of it's great. Right. Yeah. Wow. Um. Mm. We're getting deep. I love it. They're they're an interesting medicine, man. You yeah. have a uh, you have a TCB tattoo on your arm. I do. Fucking a, I have one as well. Hell yeah, man. Taking care of business. <laughs> yeah, I've got one just about the same place underneath wow. my right arm. Yeah, man. Yeah, I yeah, uh, me, and, me and a bunch of friends got shit faced in Austin and got those years ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big. I don't uh, know if we were that shit faced, but we were shit faced. <laughs> you wanted it, man. It, it was going to happen one way or the other. Mm. I'm not blaming. Right. <laughs> we were just having a good time. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. It wasn't the booze that made a decision to get the bad tattoo. Yeah. Oh man, and ours are bad. It's like shot minimum, quickest sketch we could get, just hammer it in there. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love that it's trashy. Hey man, yeah, I've got uh, I've got some some tattoos that I'm not uh, I'm not ashamed of any of my tattoos, but there's tattoos that I'm like <laughs> I probably would have done it differently for sure. Uh, yeah, like I, I at this point now, like because I've got access to some different artists, I, I yeah. wish I could redo like redo my whole back. Mm. But I have no interest in sitting through having that all done again. Fuck no. I I would pay three times the amount to not have to actually acquire the tattoo. Right. Yeah. I'm uh I'm very over that process. Yeah, I'm uh I'm about I've got a. Uh... I've got a about a half sleeve left to do this year that uh, to finish out my arm, and I'm not looking forward to it. Man, uh, arms are no big deal. That's true. Arms are arms are <laughs> but all still. right. You can. Oh, it still sucks. Like I mean, I'm saying that, and I still have about a you know a quarter of a sleeve left on my right arm to get finished. And right. I just don't want to. Yeah. I yeah. know what I want. Like I know what goes there. Yeah. And that hasn't changed in some time. I just don't fucking want to. I don't want to fly to LA and go get tattooed and then have my arm hurt for two days and fly home. Yeah. Have you, uh, in in your tattoo experiences, have have you ever had like a a, a bad uh, healing process? Yeah, yeah. I roasted one. Um, I did it. I got a big tattoo in my ditch. Uh, on my left arm, I was in my twenties. Yeah, and like Ooh. the next day, we went to Gulf Shores. 
It's not the ideal place for your tattoo to heal. No, man. I'm just swimming. Like, I'm swimming in the ocean. Like, I didn't give a fuck. Oh, damn. And it, and it looked like it. Yeah. It's all falling out. Like, it looks terrible. Like, my skin was gross and, like, infected for a while. Uh, not super cool. I don't recommend <laughs> Don't go to Gulf Shores after getting a tattoo. Yeah, or just stay out of the water and the sand. Like I, just, I remember like specifically just pouring beer on it to wash it and being like, "That's probably fine." <laughs> Shit, dude. That's the, I lived a tough. I lived. A, I lived a hard life at one point. I man. know. That's what it sounds like, man. Uh, that, that, that's quite the uh, aftercare regiment, I would say. Shit, man. Never claimed to be very smart. <laughs> <laughs> I figured out a lot of shit that doesn't work well. I, th- I think I think that's another part of the uh, uh, the growing process, and uh, especially with the um, the 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 hate brand and everything that you have, it's a uh, a lot more. Uh, would it be fair to say it's a lot more like fucking up and figuring out what doesn't work? That's that's equally a part of it. There's yeah. some stuff that you definitely just get the vibe on and you know that it's good. Yeah. Um, but there's still a lot of just business stuff that's like I think inaction is is a way bigger problem than fucking up. Mm, that's true. That's the and worst. So, yeah. Yeah, I'd way rather like, yo, let's make moves and make mistakes because then at least we're eliminating ideas that right. maybe could be. Yeah. I mean, we're still sharpening the blade at that point. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, yeah, the worst uh, worst decision is no decision, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, was Hate Brand your first like this is going to be my business like venture? Was that your first? Uh, nope. Uh, my first run at that would have been after college. I opened a bicycle shop with uh, some buddies of mine, and that did not go so good. Okay. Um, yeah, we we had it for five or so years yeah. um but yeah it just just didn't make enough money it was managed poorly uh all mostly a lot due to me uh i fucked a bunch of that stuff up just being 22 right um just don't have enough experience or with you know maturity to figure it out um hey brand really wasn't supposed to be what i do for a living uh it just kind of ended up being I had a real job doing outside sales in the uh, oil and gas industry and things were going great. And then this kind of just kept going. Yeah. Yeah, man. And so, yeah, eventually whenever they fired me, I decided not to look for any more work in that industry. Hell yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, How long ago was that? I got fired in March of 2017. Okay. Wow. Um, damn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm just trying to think here. 27. So that's four years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Shit. I guess it is now. Yeah. Uh, but it's going good. You see, uh, from the outside looking in, it, it seems like you got it all, you know, Got it all figured out. Eh, Obviously, that's better at it, right? right. Like, I mean, figured out relative. Right. But yeah, I mean, we've got a pretty good rhythm now for most things. And I mean, you know, once you kind of get one thing under control, you tend to try to figure out how to double down on another side of it, which 
may or may not fuck up the thing you thought you already had under control. So it's always a puzzle to be figured out. I enjoy that aspect of it. I really do like the, just the whole process of figuring out the whole business thing and right. managing it and dealing with creating new designs and coming up with stuff and figuring out colorways and how I want to make stuff. Do you do your own designs or do you have an in-house person that does all your design work? So I've got, I've got a couple in-house guys that are graphic designers, but everything they do comes from like um, a concept or a sketch or something that I provide. Okay. Damn dude. So yeah. It's very rarely just a, Hey, I need four things. Right. Like that doesn't happen. Right. It's always like, Hey, I'd like this. This is the vibe. Here's a, here's some options. Here's what I think the, the graphic should look like. And then I have to have a real person actually right. make it because I'm terribly, terribly inefficient. <laughs> Photoshop and illustrator. Damn man. You got, uh, you guys pump out some, some designs and some, you know, the, the, some merch and you know, everything. Uh, yeah, we, we try to keep it up, man. I think, I think we can put out both quality stuff and quantity stuff. Sure. Um, yeah, I like I like being able to come up with new stuff. I like the I like the way to change it up. I like trying to get a new message out and you know just do the limited issue stuff, and that's what it's been from jump. Yeah, man the uh, the new the new uh, like eighty synth wave whatever you want colors. I love that those new designs you just dropped. Dude, those are super super fun. I've been that whole vibe has been very very. Uh, common i guess in my in my palette in my uh color palette in my life lately like i've got some, a bunch of pink lights at the house in the basement just lit I, can, I can see it right with, now uh, behind you yeah, yeah 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 i've got some pink lights in the studio the basement is lit kind of spaceshipy yeah and uh, I've, I've enjoyed that and so the synthwave stuff especially after watching like atomic blonde uh and i think that one mostly but the vibes in that movie like the the lighting whoever did that just kills it yeah like the the apartment or whatever she's staying, whatever Charlize Theron's character is staying at, like that room, whoever created it, did a beautiful job. Mm. Like that's a super fun room. I'd like to hang out in. <laughs> yeah, it seems. Uh, it reminds me. Uh, all these colors reminds me a little bit of Drive too. In a, in a, yeah, I guess that's the same like synth wave. Whatever. Same type of synth wavey shit, right? Yeah. Drive doesn't have as much as the. Uh, like the visual synthwave mm-hmm. cue. Um, the other movie by that director, what the uh, the other one with Ryan Gosling, where he just doesn't talk much. Oh, where is uh, it? Was after Driving. Yeah, something like that. Uh, the Devil, something, something about the Devil. The yeah, I keep wanting to say David may cry, but I know that's just a video uh, game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I yeah that that uh, it's not good. It's not no. It looks cool. It's not a good yeah, movie it, though. It visually is very very uh, appealing, but no, it is not a great uh, film. He fights that old, or he gets the shit beat out of him by that old guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, fuck. Yeah. Are you are you a big movie guy? I take it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say I'm very very much movies over uh, over books. Yeah. I like the stories from books. Now I like audio books and stuff like that. I just don't particularly like sitting and reading. I feel that book. <laughs> I um, feel that audio books. I'll knock out and run through. I've been doing that more and more, but yeah, movies for the most part are what I really enjoy. Is there uh like in 
Is there a movie that's uh, recently you've seen that's been like, fuck, this is cool? I need to rewatch Tenet. Ooh. Probably a couple times. Yeah. I saw it There's twice. There's a lot going yeah. on with Tenet. Yeah, I imagine, I think they have it on the Southwest flight, so I'm probably going to end up trying to watch it again tomorrow <laughs> uh, while we're flying to Miami. Um, yeah. Yeah, that one's a lot of fun, man. I just dig that visual kind of. I, I also really like Christopher Nolan's thing with playing with time. I think, I think time's a really, really interesting concept. Yeah. So, what's the um, what's the is it the block from Tenet where it's every it's like the uh, the palindrome? It's like um, what uh, Christopher Nolan used as like inspiration where there's like six words that they're palindromes backwards and forwards and tenets like the the middle one you know hmm. i wasn't aware of that but that does make sense yeah it's I also didn't even realize tenets a palindrome with the way the film works that makes a lot more sense now yeah. too i'm very yeah. bummed to miss that backwards and forwards man yep yeah, yeah palindromes are very 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 cool i've been trying to design a hate brand palindrome to use for a logo. Uh, mm. they're fucking tricky. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think hate brand is a palindrome. Just, well, I'm just, I guess, <laughs> um, not, not, sorry, not hate brand is a palindrome, but, um, shit. Palindrome is not the right word. Um, where I'm able to flip it over and it still reads. Oh yeah. Okay. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Have not you, palindrome. I, I was thinking palindrome could be used to define both of those things, but that's not true. <laughs> The uh, that'd be fucking cool. I like uh, the the hoodie you're wearing now. Is uh, yeah, this is new. This will this will come out in I don't know a month or so. Uh, fuck yes or no. I love it, man. That's fucking sick. Yeah, I did kind of this cotton candy. Getting into spring, so we have some uh, yeah, man, spring. fun colored stuff. Man, you got you're ready for Miami, dude. Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> that's the plan. I like Miami, man. Well. I like Steffi and Hayden. I really like hanging out with them. Okay. They're they're super, super rad. And and their Miami is also super rad. Steffi, uh Steffi Cohen and Hayden. Uh yeah. What's Bo? It? Bo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I uh I was watching some of her video well, I guess both their videos on YouTube earlier today, just like on squat techniques. And I'm like, fuck. I am so dumb. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? They're super smart, man. Right. They, they're really sharp and just really able to put it out there. Just really good at conveying that information and sharing those messages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to move the weight up and move it down, you know, and yeah, it's still pretty simple. I mean, look, it depends on what your goals are, right? That's true. If you're, if your goals aren't to be, you know, a power lifter and have a total and know what your maxes are, then I think You're right, some yeah. of the things aren't nearly as important. That's true. Um, but if you're going to, if you have an interest in lifting more weight, knowing some ways to brace and do it safely are also pretty cool. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been, uh, I've been following, uh, Christy Sine's, uh, She's got her programming team creams. Yeah. 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 I've been following that. I know. Uh, <coughs> yeah. I, she's awesome, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, she's great. I had and, her uh, I had her on the other week and yeah. Oh nice. Yeah. I very, very much enjoy hanging out with her. Yeah. She seems she seems like a really cool person to be around. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, but her her pro- programming kind of got me back into weightlifting. I was gone for a little while, just not, I didn't feel it for the longest time. And then I just saw she was doing programming on her Instagram. I was like, I'll fucking try it out. And so getting back into it, man. Right on. Yeah. I mean, there's always got to be a time to get back into it. That's for damn sure. Like. I'm excited now because I'm kind of starting to actually train for a thing. Like I'm putting together a program and going to be training for the next 15 weeks for this, um, the 18 mile trail run in Bryce Canyon. Shit. And, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a challenge. So it's 18 miles. It should, you know, there's a cutoff time of seven hours and, um, it'll be about 3,700 feet of elevation. Damn, um, so it's going to be, it's going to be a day. Meanwhile, I mean, I'm doing it with, two other savages uh dan hogan is going to do 100 miles and then uh rob bailey is going to do a 50 <sighs> fucking and so ultra marathon type shit they're fucking they're tough bastards man i, I my knee and hip ain't gonna cut it yeah i was about to ask like uh, i know you're saying your knee and hip we'll are... see how the 18 goes <laughs> yeah we'll uh, see how the 18 goes i think i could do some longer endurance stuff but it's gonna have to be on the bike right yeah so what, Which like, is cool too, because then you cover more ground. That's true, and you go faster. The wind is yeah. cutting through. Yeah, Dude, mountain biking is so much more fun than hiking. It's faster hiking. Right. Yeah. The uh, I was listening to Dorian Yates on something. It might have been Joe Rogan or something, and he was talking about how he doesn't he doesn't train with weight anymore. He just does cycling. Yeah, he's just cycling. Yeah, I was yeah. like, fuck. Well, okay. Yeah, he's done enough. He's lifted yeah. enough weights. He's yeah. Dude. Go. <laughs> fuck, man. Uh. Yeah, so are you looking to get more into endurance competitions, or is this just for really. a fun? Um, uh, it's just a, it's a one-off thing. I'm more interested in adventure. Yes. Um, and I think some of the adventures I'd like to go on are going to require a pretty decent-sized uh, gas tank. Yeah. So I may as well find ways to test that and have fun. I mean, the adventure I'd like to do is 18 miles in Bryce Canyon. Right. And so I'd like to be in pretty decent shape to go do that adventure. Right. I don't know what the next adventure is, but I, I mean, I'd like to go do a century bike ride. I want to do a hundred miles in a day. Damn. Um, it's about the same amount of time. It, yeah. It'll take six or seven hours. Okay. I just haven't done it. Yeah. Um, I think I'm capable. I just haven't. Yeah. And so I'm not interested in thinking I'm capable anymore. Yeah. I would like to find out. Ooh. Damn. And pass or fail, like, like, so if I go do this 18 mile thing and let's just say my body shits the bed and it's like, yeah, we're done walking at mile 16. Yeah. Well, then I, I know how far my body will walk. I have a number. <laughs> yeah. I can either figure out how to improve it or I just know that's as far as we get to go. Right. And. I mean, at least that takes away one more mystery of my life, eh? That's true, man. How far can you walk? I know how far. <laughs> we figured it out. You know, that's like that's like Dan. I mean, Dan didn't finish the 100 miles he set out for, but he did like 72 and change. Shit, yeah. And That's a lot. You know, he ran for 20 straight hours. Yeah. I don't know. 
Oh, I don't have any reference of any, doing anything for that long, much less a thing I don't enjoy. Right. Uh, I've driven that long. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I feel that. I've driven that long. I've uh I've been on a plane for like eight hours once. Yeah. I've done I've done I think my longest flight I've ever done is like a like eleven. France was a pretty decent France. flight. Yeah. Yeah, I flew to England the other last year, year before. Oh nice. Uh, I like the UK. It's cool, man. A lot of cool people there. Uh, yeah. Um. So you, you did the. Uh, you're doing the 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 Scottish games, right? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what what is a the craziest place you've uh, competed in before? A place where you've been like, man. This is fucking weird that I'm here competing. There's a couple. Okay. Um, Iceland always felt that way. Yeah. Like anytime I was in Iceland and actually competing felt really very interesting. Yeah. Just kind of a, fuck am I doing in Iceland? Like I'm an idiot from Louisiana. Um, the other one was in France. We, we threw in this town called Brescher at uh, Bressuire. And, uh, it's uh we threw like on the ground of this like 11th century castle yeah that was pretty cool that's a pretty cool day fucking wild yeah yeah there's definitely been plenty of moments in my life where i wonder how the fuck i ended up there but like that's those two have been pretty rad yeah yeah because like in america what's the oldest like place you can go to you can't go to a you know 12th century fucking church you know no they don't exist right they don't exist everything here's 250 years old right yeah that's so like, at the most right and so like yeah going through london and going to like a church that was like this is from 1530 you know like fuck i have no reference for this right yeah no no clue right i mean we're still on our first draft of this whole america thing yeah yeah what um, I I saw you post that picture of you throwing the the, the fake fish. Yeah, is that the is that that the, was uh that's one of the events uh up in Alaska. Okay, is that the strangest thing that you've thrown as as in com- competition? Hmm. Thrown that I've thrown haggis. I've thrown how heavy is a haggis? welly, not very. Okay. <clears throat> so oh, it, was that... a, it was like the halftime of one of the games, not halftime, but whatever intermission of one of the games, and right. uh, they had a haggis hurl, and like typically uh, the little kids from the stands come up and do it. Yeah, and, uh, I decided to beat them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't have anything better to do that day. Yeah. Um, I think I also got free food because of it. So take that. Fuck yeah. Um. Haggis Earl, I threw a boot, like a Wellington, like a, like a rubber boot in England, like a welly. Okay. Threw one of those for distance. Oh, I've thrown a keg. Mm, yeah. For both height and distance. I've thrown a lot of shit. I've thrown a watermelon. <laughs> cantaloupe. How, how far did you throw the watermelon? I didn't measure it. Mm. It exploded a long way away from me. It was very entertaining, though. Right. It was like one of those good... Like almost dunk ball sized uh, mm, yeah. watermelons. You could really just sling it like a discus. Right. 
pretty yeah. good times. Yeah. Wow, man. Um, uh, are you are you into professional wrestling at all? No, okay. I would say not in any way. I'm not anti right professional wrestling in any way, but I wouldn't say that I'm terribly into it. Like I'm not following anything or storylines or mm. any type of stuff like that. Yeah. However, I'm entertained by by fuckery and wild things and that happens in droves in that arena yeah, it's, it's it's theater it's it's the old it's uh you know physical competition and theater combined well, it's not competition well, it's, it's uh, well physical uh, physical uh physicality in theater yeah i mean it's it's incredible the athletes that do it are, are bonkers to me right. what they're able to pull off um i mean andy and jesse both uh Love those dudes. I got to hang out with Andy for a week when I was up there. So I think it was about that amount of time. And like, you got to go watch him, like go to wrestling practice. And then we went with like the boys, the Buffalo brothers up to, uh, Toronto. They had a show. Mm. And so we went up there and like watched them do their gig and it's entertaining, man. And like the indie wrestling scene is very entertaining. It's crazy. Like, that's man. a very interesting world. It's uh it reminds me a lot of the punk rock, like, lifestyle like being in a punk rock band it's very similar to like you don't know if you're gonna get paid you know right and you're busting your ass it it seems that seems very similar it seems very similar it it didn't seem terribly different than the years i spent working for my buddy's band right i was like oh this makes sense and then like you know when i got to see him train for it well you know the place that they they get together in buffalo and then they've got a ring and stuff like that like it's not any stupider than what I did with a kilt throwing rocks in a field. So, I mean, whatever makes you happy, man. Yeah. Wow. Well, we have more avenues for people to do cool shit. That's not sitting on their ass and complain. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> fuck dude. Yeah. People, anything's uh, better than that. Yeah. The, uh, your, uh, your YouTube channel, um, that makes me think of your YouTube channel of, uh, you're constantly doing stuff and putting out content trying yeah it's been uh trying to just be consistent at it man yeah just keep putting stuff out for way longer than i probably realize it at this point <laughs> right uh it's because that's been around a lot longer than hate brand yeah yeah that's true i was i was looking at it earlier today um and just going through uh is there when you're putting that much content out is there anything like in your life where you're like uh, where you feel like this is a content moment, but I shouldn't be making this content. Oh, there's tons of that. There's tons of that. I don't, I very rarely, and, and, and I'm not carrying around a camera per se right. all the yeah. time anymore. Um, cause there was a long time where, where I did, but I always had that gut feeling of like, now this isn't work. Mm, yeah. And, and for me, like I wanted to share my experience of traveling and all the cool shit I did to do. But at the same point, like I was doing those things for me, like, cause right. I wanted to meet these people and I wanted to hang out and I wanted to learn from them. And if the camera ever felt like it was going to inhibit my ability to do that, it goes away first. Oh yeah. I was never willing to share that instead of have the personal moment. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of the stuff, a lot of the really rad stuff's for me. That's cool. You I know, like that, I wasn't man. planning on sharing it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd I, rather the relationship than the fans. Oof. That's great. Man. 
Yeah, and that's a that's another thing. Um, I was another thing that I rem, it reminds me of talking to Christy, saying that her um, whatever image that is being put out there on her Instagram, it feels like it's uh, her. You know, mm-hmm. like there's a personal. It it doesn't feel like it's like. Yeah, it feels uh, genuine. Genuine. It, does, yeah. it doesn't feel like it's a work, right? right. It's not a gimmick. Okay, yeah, and um, that's that's the that's the vibe I also get from you and the content you're I, pre- putting out. I try, man. I appreciate that. Uh, like, I don't have a good enough memory to be a liar, <laughs> and so and this like create a character thing and try to run that story all the time is not going to work for me. Right. So, kind of, I kind of just do my thing, and I allow that to kind of go with whatever ebbs and flows of life and whatever i'm interested in yeah yeah man you know the same stuff's always grounding you know no matter what i've always consistently trained through all the stuff i've always continued lifting i kept everything in line with my you know health and stuff like that through the knee surgeries and i didn't i didn't falter man i didn't gain a bunch of weight i didn't missteps on any of that you know i held the line of the stuff i can control and i just wanted to show people that you can yeah you can fucking control it, man. You can, you can, you can be at the wheel and not just have to feel this loss in a sea of existence that, you know, the, the winds blow you around instead of, you know, you getting your sail ready to take advantage of it. Right. Shit, man. Yeah. The, um, I listened to, uh, the last, or the umso with, with Bonnie mm. and man, whew, that was real. Uh, yeah. And that, but that's the same attitude, um, that you're saying right now of like, and she also iterated and, you know, reiterated in that, that episode of like, take control, you know, and don't, don't react, you know, uh, well, just why would you hand the keys to your emotions over to whatever that fucking thing is? Right. Like, why don't you just gather the data and then make a decision? Yeah. You know, chances are if the data pisses you off, then that should be your probably your decision and answer is to just get the fuck away from it. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Mm. Man. Um Yeah, we we've done about forty five minutes here, man. Uh oh, right on. <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate your time. Uh we did I I did get a question <laughs> uh to ask you on, on the Instagram. Uh and and this is this is not a joke. Um, All right. I, I did get asked. Uh, does pee go in the balls? I don't believe it does. I don't think that's where it hangs out. Yeah. I think pee goes in the bladder, but I'm also not a doctor. It's true. I think you could put pee into someone else's balls if you had the right tools. Yeah. I also don't think that's how you would say uh, fake it to pass a drug test. You wouldn't want to just try to fill your balls up with <laughs> someone else's pee. So scratch that one off your list if that's your plan of attack. Damn, dude. Yeah. Somebody did send that. That was I wasn't doing a bit right there. Uh, no worries, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, but shit, man. Yeah. Um, do, do you have any, like... Uh, I feel like we covered so much ground with uh, with stuff on this podcast. Uh, do Do you have any closing words of wisdom or anything for for the people? Closing words of wisdom. Let me think. So, <clears throat> I 
at, at this point in my life, I really don't believe anything's impossible. Um, and I think that's important for people to hear. I've been really fortunate to get to spend some time with some real high powered mutants, man. And the one thing that's consistent across all those people that I hear and I learn is, and nothing's impossible. Like you can do it. Like it's just a matter of steps that you've got to figure out the steps. Yeah. Now you're not entitled to any of it. Like none of it's going to find you. The universe is completely indifferent to your success, your happiness, your sadness or whatever. It doesn't give a shit. However, there is a frequency to find. Now, whether or not you choose to listen to your frequency that's playing, that's up to you. But man, finding that rhythm and figuring it out and listening to, you know, kind of some guidance the universe has for you seems to seems to line things up. It seems to make things a little bit less of a fight for me. Hmm. Wow. And, you know, that's pretty simple as that trusting my gut of the, is it a fuck yes or a no? Yeah. Shit. The hoodie. Yep. Fuck yes, fuck We've no. used it for, a, we just haven't fuck. ever wrote fuck on a shirt, so. Yeah. That's fucking great. Wow. I'm at a point in my life where I don't mind it now. Love Whereas it. before I didn't want to wear it. Yeah. Love it, man. Uh, stay on for a second, but uh, this is the, uh, I, have a, I have a closing thing where I say, uh, Matt, you had options, but you decided to talk to me, and I appreciate it. Whoa.